Welcome to the Holderman Podcast. I'm your host, Robert McNamara, and today I'm going to be discussing crop conditions here in Southwest Ohio, as well as what the farming economy looks like through the first half of 2022. Weather here in the Eastern Corn Belt has been much wetter than Illinois, Indiana, and Iowa. We had one of the slowest paces of planting, and until the last two weeks, we did not have many instances when the ground was fit enough to plant for several days at a time. This has farmers with fields at many different stages of growth. There were some chances to plant in late April, but the soils were still cool and farmers were hesitant. Now, after a very wet May, some of the crops that were planted then look the best. As usual, hindsight is 2020, but lack of rain the last two weeks has given most a chance to wrap up. One thing that you would have noticed driving around Southwest Ohio in the last month were that some of the fields were planted and looking great, and then the field right next to them had standing water. Drainage was a huge factor this year with all the rain. When most people think about tile, they look at the benefit of not having water laying on their crops during the growing season or having it drown out in the early stages. Another major factor to be considered is planting date. Getting the crop planted early can make a big difference in the year-end yield. OSU studies have showed 0.6 bushel decrease per acre per day and soybeans planted after May 15th. Three weeks later in planting would amount to 12.6 bushels or $189 per acre at today's prices. By that math, you could pay for tiling a farm in just four years. Since we do not always have such wet conditions, I normally use 10 years as a payback for the tile, and then you continue to reap the rewards of having it for the next 40 to 50 years. In addition to late planting, the wet spring also pushed back the timing for farmers that apply later season nitrogen. This has been a benefit for some as nitrogen prices have decreased about 20% from their high. They are still at a high price historically, but some softening was appreciated. I do not expect long-term that we will see prices continue to fall since it is more about timing that has caused this than actual supply and demand. There are also great concerns for next year's crop that nitrogen will be less available as the EU decreases its natural gas buying from Russia. Besides just natural gas, they also import about 25% of their fertilizer for all crops from Russia. The EU will turn to more of the world market for their fertilizer needs rather than their own production and Russian imports. When countries import rather than manufacture their own, it puts pressure on the world market prices and typically makes the cost more expensive for everyone. Grain prices have been very volatile in the last six months of the year. Year-to-date wheat prices are up 30%, corn is up 29%, and soybean prices have increased 17%. Wheat and corn have seen bigger increases due to the war in Ukraine and that they are the crops more easily converted directly to food. Ukraine is the number three exporter of wheat and number four exporter of corn. Some countries get the majority of their grain for food from Ukraine, and with their decrease in exportability, these countries are having to look to others for their grain imports. Overall in Southwest Ohio, we were behind on planning, but those that took the rest, risk to start early and have spent the money to improve their farm drainage have been rewarded this year. I do not expect record yields, but if we get enough heat units for the late planted corn and continue to get timely rains, there's still a chance to have an average to above average crop. If you're interested in speaking with someone on the Halderman team about your farm, 
please visit Halderman.com to find a local representative in your area.